This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on yes. Zoomer Radio. We are back uh, and we are going to be turning to the King Street Pilot Project. And we are halfway through the controversial King Street Pilot Project and the city is declaring victory. According to their numbers, ridership on the King car has increased by more than 20,000, and travel times have also been reduced by approximately four to five minutes, according to the city. So what about the businesses along the Strip? The city's release says that customer spending on King Street since the pilot began has seen a slight increase of point. 3%. Some business owners disagree with that. I'm here with Al Carbone, who is the owner of the Kit Kat restaurant, used to be called or still called the unofficial mayor of King Street, as well as Councillor James Pasternak. Welcome to you both. Thanks for joining us. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure. Okay, so let's start with you, Al. You dispute what the city's saying. I, I do. I've disputed, asked for a compromise for the last eight, nine months, and uh, still they're saying it's working, but it's not. Our restaurant used to have three or four seatings most nights, every night, and now we got one because we have good theater. If we didn't have the theater, we'd have nothing. Between 5.30 and 7.30, when people start moving to the, um, moving to the theater, we're busy. After 7.30, 8 o'clock, it's very spotty. A little here, a little there. We have 12 hours of business per day. We can't survive on two hours. Uh, Percentage-wise, how much would you say your business is down? Some days up to 50%. Other days, maybe on average, is 30% in double digits. That doesn't sound good. Let's bring in Councillor Pasternak. I mean, it sounds to me that the city is declaring victory on this. What's your take on it? Well, I was one of the four councillors that uh, did not support this pilot when it came to a vote uh, at City Council, and I had uh, some deep concerns about its rollout uh, and its costs. People have to remember that we're going to be losing approximately $2 million in uh, Toronto Parking Authority revenues as long as this is uh, up and running. And the initial startup costs were $1.5 million, which really should have been handled um, through development charges. Um, I was concerned because I wanted to have taxi access 24-7, uh, which uh, did not have the uh, votes of council. And I was concerned that it was starting up at one of the slowest times of the year for the restaurant industry, uh, which was which was November. So I felt that uh, parts of the plan were way too expensive and a bit ill-conceived. Uh, would you say it sounds to me like uh, it's a done deal? This is this thing is going to go in, uh, you know, uh, permanently. Is that your take? Well, these things have to come up for a review. and have to come back uh, to council. It, it was uh, it was promoted as a pilot, and it carried because it was only a pilot, and it would come back 
uh, for review. So we have to, these, these initial figures are interesting as a discussion piece, but we really have to come back in the new year and take a very close look at this. Well, one-year pilot was November to November. Right. And now you're destroying our second Christmas season. People are avoiding the area like a plague. It's a ghost town. People that drive hate it. Residents that take the TTC, we're all for the TTC doing well. The subway system's broken most of the time. People are getting crowded and dangerous. One person last week is going to court because you push someone off the platform. We don't want to see that happen. Doug Ford announced that the Ontario government might take over TTC and the subways. They'll finally make some decisions on improving our transit system for everyone. Al, you are now running for official city council. I think, Libby, I could uh, maybe make a better argument at city council than I do being an official mayor on King Street. And, you know, Jennifer Keyes, Matt, this is her bold plan. And if she wants to do this through the rest of the city, it's going to be chaos. People are starting to move out. The city's become too expensive for most people. And the ridership, a lot of the people, when I take transit, are jumping on for free. I like to know how much money they're losing not making or how much ridership has increased but you're getting a lot of people driving on the streetcar for free uh james what's your take on what he's saying well you know when when there's when there's change um changes is uh, often um uh, often difficult to implement but as i mentioned at the top of my comments i had deep concerns about the cost of this program the timing of it, and, and the potential impact. That being said, there are business improvement areas in the region which get uh, tens of thousands of dollars of city money, plus there was a special uh, fund for, uh, you know, Eat, Eat King Street. Um, the restaurant industry is historically volatile, uh, very sensitive to, um, to, to changes in local uh, local patterns. For instance, with no blockbuster play at the Mervisers Theatre, that is also cited as a factor for, for low attendance at restaurants. But at the same time, the city must help businesses prosper, and, and we must have a, um, a vibrant downtown. We do not want people fleeing the downtown at the end of the workday. That has been the uh, death sentence for many American cities. We want people to stay downtown, to eat, to see a show, um, and and make sure there's a vibrant streetscape. So balancing that is 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 no easy task. But um, in the James, months ahead, we certainly have to look at it. James, no one's listening to us. We try to come up with compromises. They don't want to budge. They're using this uh, pilot project and extending it to the end of December. This should be a campaign issue. And. Uh what about the incentives that were given? How did they work for you, Al? They didn't work at all for most of us. And a lot of these numbers are skewed. They're including people that are in, in the path, underground. They're not affected by the King Street Pilot. They go to work by whatever way they get there, whether they bike, whether they take subway, streetcar. They're downstairs in an office building. They use the path. And those 
places are not affected by the King Street pilot. The up, up, above ground storefronts, we're all affected from Bathurst to Jarvis. We're all taking a hit. No one's doing well or better. That's the bottom line. Those incentives like ritual, two-hour parking become a free parking for people who navigate it and stay there all day and click on their button on their phone to extend their parking privileges. And uh, James, uh, do you think that there is really any chance that uh, that the, it, the the project will be modified or changed or anything like that? Uh, yes, I do. I think um, it was sold to council. As I said, I didn't support it for the number of reasons. Um, but it was sold to council that it would be a pilot project only, and that it would come back to us for fine-tuning and to make sure local businesses prosper. And uh, we also want to see our city uh, very robust through the BIA, uh, which is a business improvement area, to make sure that um, the local businesses have a marketing strength that they can bring uh, business in. So uh, it, it has been uh, a tough, tough slug for many businesses. Uh, it has helped um, commuters to a modest uh, level, but a pilot is a pilot, and we'll be taking a look at it in the new year and seeing what we can do to reform and, and tinker with it to make sure we protect local businesses. Uh, Bloor Street was a pilot, now it's permanent, and businesses have closed. We have three or four businesses closed along King Street. And uh, you were saying that there, there are only four councillors who voted against this the last time, so uh, that's pretty far off a majority. Yeah, so um, amendments are always negotiable on the council floor. I'm not sure what kind of council we're going to have uh, in the new year. Or <laughs> Neither is anyone else. Well, yeah, it's, it's a pretty politically unstable environment uh, at City Hall uh, regarding the, the move to move it to 25 seats. We don't know who will be occupying those seats. I um, hope I'm clearly, one, James. Sorry? I hope I am one. Well, um, you you may very well be. That will be up to the up to the uh, uh, decision of your local residents. Um, but clearly, when this comes back, um, that is our that is our chance to uh, look at a more measured approach to to um, traffic management in the downtown uh, and finding finding a balance. So there's some things about this program that are that are good. There's some p- things about this program that have not worked. Uh, James, We've it's marginal. Fixed- it's marginal. Four minutes and inconveniencing everyone else that drives a car. There's more uh, vehicle traffic and people than the streetcar. But they they said 20,000 more riders. That's nothing to sneeze at. No, but they're paying for uh, free. No, uh, I mean, free. some of those, those are not, it's, it's not like those are brand new riders. Those are, those are existing TTC customers uh, that have moved from other transit lines, um, probably from Queen Street. Um, so I don't know if we've actually achieved the, the goal of, of getting brand new uh, TTC users, um, but certainly we've shifted them from, from other routes. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so that's something we have to look at as well. Okay. Um, but um, as I said, we have to balance all the needs of the community, whether it be commuters, uh, the corporate sector, businesses, restaurants, and and make sure everybody, everybody prospers. Uh, and that's no easy task uh, in, in a political environment, but that would be, that's my position, uh, that we've got to find a, a better way. 
Okay. It used to be a better way. That's the problem. The art transit system is not very well run. It's not, everything's old, everything's falling apart, and our infrastructure can handle the density. Okay, yeah, we have to wrap things up on this. Okay. I'm sure we'll be talking about it again. Thank you so much, Councillor James Pasternak and Al Carbone from the KitKat. Thank you for being all with right. us. You're very welcome. All the best. Okay. Thanks for having us. Okay, bye-bye. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the implications of the legalization of cannabis and how it's going to affect people who use medicinal cannabis with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.